It's the Northern Blitz Podcast. Bling! Welcome to the Northern Blitz Podcast. You are listening to NFL coverage from your friends up north, and that is Canada. Hey. I am your host, Tyler Thrasher, and with me, as always, to my right is Mr. The Man Himself, Jamie McCord. That's right. I'm here. I am ready to do some fun stuff tonight on the podcast. Go Blue Jays. And to my left, as always, Justin McCourt. He's always so hard to follow, though, isn't he? Go Blue Jays. Uh, go Raptors. Yeah, go both. Could I do that? I mean, you could. You didn't. I didn't. I chose. No. Yeah. You, you could have. Shoot. I mean, maybe you don't like the Raptors or Blue Jays. Who knows? Oh, you know that's terrible. You know that that's not true. Terrible. I do know that's not true. And the Blue Jays pulled out a one nothing victory today. That's why, that's why I said go Blue Jays. But their ace went out with an injury, which sucks, sucks, sucks. All right. We have an awesome show for you today. We are doing our very first live mock draft yeah, for we you. Are. And we have some trades, and we have picks going everywhere. It is exciting. Yeah, we almost have picks going to every team that has a pick in the first round. Wait a second. What? Oh. I, think, I think we're going to do that, aren't Was we? Was that a spoiler? Almost? Yeah, you never know. Oh, God, you, got, you have to uh, stay and find out. Talk to me. Also... By popular demand again, everyone's asking for it, everybody wants it, rapid fire. Oh, so we're going to give it to them then. We are going to give it to them in a very wholesome way. And if I remember correctly, (laughs) Jamie is the returning champion. Justin, how do you feel? You you had the belt and it's gone. Yeah, I did lose it. But you know what? I feel good because I am the original winner of rapid fire. That can never be taken away from me. You sound like a Cowboys fan. Uh, we won in the 90s three times. We have yeah, five that's, championships. That's true, Ooh, Dave. Wow. I would Ouch. never. Yeah. Ouch. That does sound like a Cowboys fan, though. A little bit. Probably it's yeah. going to be sounding a lot like Patriots fans, too, in, in, in another couple of years. Yeah, I don't know how to. Remember it, all those Super Bowls we won? How does it sound to only have one? Jamie, do you know? I don't know how it feels to only have won one Super Bowl. My favorite team's won quite a few, and quite a few lately. All right. Time for our live mock draft. We are getting started, and we are going to go pick by pick. Um, I'm going to go first, then Jamie, and then Justin, and we're going to alternate, and we're going to find out who your team has taken. So I am now on the clock with the Jacksonville Jaguars, and everybody knows this is happening. There is no surprises here. The Jacksonville Jaguars take the top quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck. They take quarterback Trevor Lawrence from Clemson. And uh, guys, this is a no-brainer here. I don't know. uh, Everyone knows it's happening. We just have to wait for it. All right, so on to pick number two, the New York Jets. New York Jets pick is in with the second overall pick. The New York Jets are taking Zach Wilson, quarterback BYU. This also uh, seems to be pretty straightforward. After trading away Darnold, definitely in the market for a quarterback. Consensus seems to be that this is going to be Wilson. Uh, the Jets, for whatever reason, have made Wilson their guy. Yeah, and I think that it's happening. I think it's in the books, and you know we'll see how it turns out. I personally have Justin Fields over uh, Wilson, but who knows? What are you feeling about, Just? Uh, I, I agree with both you guys. Book him, Dano. He's in the books. Now we have the San Francisco 49ers at number three. And San Francisco traded the next three-year first-round picks to move up to third to take quarterback Mac Jones, Alabama. The interesting thing about this pick, guys, I don't really love it. I mean, obviously I'm picking it, so maybe people are wondering, well, then why did you take it? Because I'm picking as I think San Francisco would, who they would take. But I actually have Justin Fields like you, Tyler. I have Justin Fields ranked as my next best quarterback. 
And mm-hmm. I, that's who I would go with. But I do know that when we look at a lot of the draft experts, they are picking Mac Jones as the guy. So that's where I'm going. Yeah, like it seems for some reason Shanahan has set Mac Jones as as their preferred quarterback in this. Uh, I think all of us are kind of left kind of dumbstruck and wondering what's going on because Fields looks like he's such a better quarterback, but Shanahan looks like he's he's all go for Mac Jones. Yeah, I think this is how it's going to go on um, draft day. I mean, if I if Adam Schefter says something's happening, it normally does happen. Yeah. Wasn't there somebody that said they would give a thousand bucks to charity if if it didn't go this way? Uh, yeah, that is the NFL draft scout, uh, Matt Miller. So as much as no one wants to believe it, it sounds like it's going to happen. Yep. We are now going to move on to number four, the Atlanta Falcons. On the clock. And I am doing the Atlanta Falcons. And I look for some trade partners here because uh, I think the number four pick is possibly up for grabs, but found no takers. Staying here, um, I possibly was thinking like quarterback for the future. I don't mind that as an idea, but I think the best or second best player in the draft is sitting here for them. And I think they go Kyle Pitts, tight end Florida at number four. And, you know, it's a generational talent. Everyone's saying he's a mismatch nightmare. You put him with Ridley. And Julio Jones, and that offense is going to be electric. I would like to go to defense here, but in the top part of the draft, the defense is just not the strongest uh, place. So I went offense, went with the best player on the board, Kyle Pitts. I mean, Kyle Pitts gives them some serious firepower in the red zone, right? Gives them that other scoring option. You know, when people are going to double up on Jones or, you know, for some reason, Jones will catch, catch, catch. But red zone, he's not getting the touchdown. So this gives them that red zone target that they've been missing. Adds that extra bit to their offense. All right, moving on to number five, Cincinnati Bengals. So I'm drafting for Cincinnati here, and I know that there's a lot of people who are thinking they should take Jamar Chase, but I'm actually going to go with Penny Sewell. Offensive tackle, Oregon. We know from even from last year, Burrow needs to be protected, and this line is suspect at best, right? So this is given some serious insurance to their line. They've got a great young quarterback in Burrow, and they need to protect him, and I think that's what Cincinnati's going to do with this fifth overall pick. Yeah, I mean, I think you can't go wrong with Penny, with Penny Sewell. The tricky thing is you've got Jamar Chase on the board. Would you put them back together with Burrow? But as Tyler's made the reference... If you hate quarterbacks and love seeing them get injured, then just draft them a wide receiver if they don't have a tackle. That's right. I say protect your quarterback at all costs. But let's see what Miami does at number six, the Miami Dolphins. So I'm on the clock with Miami Dolphins, and because of Cincinnati leaving Jamar Chase there, I pick up Jamar Chase for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, and you know what? I think this is ideal for them. They wanted a pass catcher to follow them. They are super scared that Cincinnati is going to take the uh, Jamar Chase and they're going to be left uh, holding like an empty bag. But here they get their guy and I think they're super happy. Yeah, I think if Jamar Chase is taking a pick earlier, then maybe you're trying to see Miami trade out of that spot. But another weapon for Tua, it's just awesome. All right, we are now on to pick number seven with the Detroit Lions. That is me. And what is that? That is a trade alert. Trade alert. So we have Denver wants to move up. They're seeing those quarterbacks falling, I think. And they want to come up and get one. We'll see if that's what happens. So they trade. So Denver trades their number nine pick, a second round pick, number 40, and a 2022 second round pick 
for Detroit's pick at number seven. It's a steep price, but they do it. And so Detroit is no longer on the clock. And now we have Denver on the clock. And I would be picking for Denver. So I'm the one that just traded with Tyler. And so as the Denver Broncos trade up and grab quarterback for the future, Justin Fields. I feel like Denver's got to be so happy. He's like a top three quarterback in this draft, maybe even a top five pick. And they're getting him at seven. They got the quarterback for the future. They move over Drew Locke. Uh, there's a new guy in town, and I think Denver would be ecstatic with this. I mean, getting Fields at seven, I think, is still a steal. Yeah, I, I like it. I like, as I told you guys before, I like Fields. I, I just kind of think he's going to do well in the NFL, and so I think it's a great pick. All right, moving on to number eight, uh, Carolina Panthers. So I got Carolina here. Uh, I mean, they made the trade to get Darnold, so they kind of took themselves out of the quarterback sweepstakes. And so what I'm looking and what I'm thinking here is that Carolina is going to draft Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle, Northwestern. Again, they're going to want to look to strengthen that O-line, right? Give Darnold a little bit of time, see what he can do back in the pocket. I think this is another great great pick. I feel like Slater is, I have him as the top offensive lineman in the draft. So getting him here at uh, eight is great. And I feel like protecting Darnold is something that the Jets didn't put enough uh into so i feel like this is a a, like an a pick for me and uh yeah i think it's great yeah and and they've got a quarterback they got a fantastic running back and so now they've got that line shored up protecting your assets so i like it and now we're at number nine we have detroit lions they got this pick from their trade earlier with denver and i'm picking for the new england patriots at pick number 15 and i'm going to offer a trade to the Detroit oh. Lions. Oh, another uh, trade. Yep. So I am offering this year's, so 15th overall pick, third round pick this year, which is number 96, and next year's first round pick to move up from Ooh. 15th to 9. And next year's first. And next year's first. Let me just uh, have a talk with my guys about this. And I think they were willing to do that. I think we'd love to. I think Detroit would love to move back, get more picks this year, more picks next year. And you're, this is 15, right? Yep. You know what? We're in for this. All right. So now I'm on the clock with the New England Patriots then. And the New England Patriots move up to select their quarterback of the future, hopefully, Trey Lance out of North Dakota State. Wow. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I think this is a good pick for New England. I think there's a lot that Josh McDaniels can do with Lance. He can sit behind Cam Newton for a year. Newton's got the one-year contract. I think this looks pretty good on New England. Yeah, and I think Trey Lance is the perfect person to be behind Cam. They have a similar game plan. They both can run. They're both big. They both have strong arms. So I feel like this is like the perfect player to have in the system. They're going to run the same system as Cam. So I think I think it's a great pick. Yeah, and I like uh, I like what you did there with Detroit, picking up more draft picks. They didn't have a whole lot of draft capital entering into this draft. Yeah, they had six picks. Now they have eight picks in this draft, an extra two, and, extra three, and another first-round pick for next year. There's three first-round picks for next year. And how many needs do they have? Uh, all of them. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, feeling good with that. So now we're going to move on to number 10, the Dallas Cowboys, and I am picking for them. And they are taking Patrick Sertain Jr., a cornerback, Alabama, and I feel like need and value are hitting the exact same spot, and they're getting uh, probably the first or second best defensive player in the draft at a position of need, and I think it's a home run. Just a question there for you, Ty, because I know there's been a lot of talk. Uh, Again, a lot of draft experts are 
really split on Sertain versus Horn. So how are you feeling about that? Like, what's your thoughts there? So, I mean, my perspective is I will take either one. And even if Sertain's on the board and they pick Horn, I'm going to be okay with it because I think they both are going to be stud cornerbacks. For the Cowboys, what I'm hearing is the coaches, coaches love Horn. The scouts love Sertain. So we'll see on draft day if it comes down to it. It sounds like it might come down to those two players, uh, which one wins. But uh, I think it's like it's up in the air with the Cowboys and they haven't made their choice yet. But for me, I'm taking Sertain. But either way, I'd be pretty happy. We are now on to pick 11, the New York Giants. With the number 11th pick overall, the New York Giants will select Quiddy Pay, defensive end, Michigan. Now, the Giants are badly in need of an edge rusher. Quiddy Pay gives them that athletic guy with the motor, and I think he's going to come in and be an impact player right away. And I think, like, this pick, I think Quiddy Pay, it's a little bit uh, rich for him, like the 11th overall pick, but you know what? This sounds like a Gettleman pick. It's a huge need. <laughs> and I can see this happening for sure. Yeah. We are going to move on to number 12, a Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles select Jalen Waddell, wide receiver, Alabama. They get their receiver and hopefully make all of the last two drafts that they've done where they've got J.J. Stiga-Whiteside and Jalen Rager, a thing of the past. Yeah, and I just feel like... That trade from going 6-12 to 12 and still getting one of these receivers is just great uh, GMing by uh, Howie Roseman, who has been getting a lot of criticism lately. So if he's able to get Waddle here with that trade, get a, a future first, I mean, it's a home run. Home run. Yeah, because there, obviously, as you guys know, there was a lot of talk about Eagles picking a Waddle at 6. So for sure. They yeah. can get their same guy. Yeah, and I mean, it's only two years too late, right? I mean, they've just been trying to get these wide receivers forever, but... Now they finally got one. Yeah, great job, Eagles. Couldn't end it yeah. with a, had to end it with a dig there. Yeah, one out of three ain't bad, I guess. Hey, eh? actually, it's it's not good. And moving on to the pick number thirteen, the L.A. Chargers. And um, unlike Justin on his mock draft, I don't hate Justin Herbert, and I'm <laughs> gonna give him a tackle. Christian Derisa, offensive tackle for Virginia Tech, goes to the Chargers. And guys, I just think you got to protect your investment. They got weapons. They got to keep them upright and they got to. This is how you win games in the trenches. Yeah, I like this pick, right? Derisaw offers them a lot of insurance, really shores up that line. It should be really good. Yeah, I, li- I like to pick too. And I do agree with you, though I don't necessarily like or dislike Herbert, but he does need to be protected, Tyler. Uh, awesome. And moving on to pick number 14, the Minnesota Vikings. With the 14th overall pick, Minnesota Vikings are going to take Elijah Vera Tucker. Now, Vikings definitely need some help on the O-line. they got to create some lanes for Cook. And then, with the running game, set up the passing game for Cousins. Instead of playing from behind and having Cousins throw and throw and throw. Oh, I thought that was a game plan for them. No way. No way. Terrible. No, and I think this is a good pick. He's just a solid offensive lineman. He can play up and down the line. And you know what? Minnesota's been leading offensive linemen every year. It never quite works out perfectly. So I think a pick like this is going to work wonders in uh, Minnesota. And now we are moving on to pick number 15, which is now belongs to the Detroit Lions. And oh my goodness, guys. So here's my thinking. We had 7 to 9, now to 15. And I moved on from 7 because I felt like there were so many options there. I was really hoping to take a defensive player. And I thought if we move down, you know, we'll get away from some of these offensive players and get a solid defensive player. And I cannot believe that Devonta Smith, the Heisman Trophy winner, 
is sitting here at 15. The Lions are overjoyed because they've got all that those picks they collected. And this is a guy they might have taken at seven. They are getting Devontae Smith, and they couldn't be happier. And with all the draft capital they got and this player, this is an absolute steal and home run for the Detroit Lions with all these picks and getting a player like Devontae Smith. Yeah, I mean, ju- just in what we've done so far, I feel like it's probably one of the best moves of the draft right now is Det- what Detroit's been able to do in this mock draft. Move down, collect assets, and still pick up a huge need for them, which is a wide receiver. Yeah. They could have sat and drafted him at seven, right? They could have drafted him at nine. And no one would have been upset. They would have been pretty happy with the pick. Yeah, so I like what, you, what you've done with them there and just moving around, saying, listen, we got a bunch of needs, and there are a bunch of players that can fill those needs. Yeah, yeah, picking up picking up the draft capital is huge, huge for Detroit in this part, right? Now we're moving on to pick number sixteen, Arizona Cardinals, and I believe that's me. And uh, there's a guy who's sticking out right here on my board, and he's a top player and a huge need for them, losing Patrick Peterson, and I'm going J.C. Horn, cornerback from South Carolina. Yeah, Gamecocks. And so like like I just said, this is a huge need. This is a huge value, and it's amazing when those two things meet on your draft. It was a no-brainer for me. I love the take of J.C. Horn here. He's a guy who we could have seen going a little bit earlier as well, and so at 16, I think it's great value for for the Cardinals and a huge position of need. Yeah, I don't think there's much difference between Horn and Sertain Jr., right? And so, I mean, six picks apart, great pick. All right, moving on to pick number 17, the Las Vegas Raiders. With the 17th overall pick, the Las Vegas Raiders are going to take Micah Parsons, linebacker, Penn State. Now, arguably the best defensive player in the draft, right? This seems to me like a real Mike Mayock thing to do. You have uh, Parsons sitting on the board still. you got to take him at this 17th. Yeah, and we see him drop here. Likely, we hear that there's a, there's a lot of possibilities dropping. There's some character issues, uh, some off-field stuff with hazing and things like that. I know recently he's come out and owned that, but we did see that probably likely affecting his draft stock. Yeah, this sounds like a Raiders pick. Fast, athletic, linebacker, a lot of talent. I mean, it's hard to pass on at this point, so I think it's a solid uh, pick from uh, the Raiders. Now we're on to pick number 18, the Miami Dolphins, with their second pick in the first round. And I've got the Miami Dolphins picking Edge out of Georgia, Aziz Ojolari. I really like Ojolari here. He's fast. He plays with a high motor, really knows how to get, get to the quarterback. Yeah, and I think this is a huge need for Miami. So, I mean, a guy like Ojolari could be going like a way sooner. They could have been the guy that uh, the Giants take at 11. So I feel like with the defensive end class, so like it's pick your poison, who you like. Um, this is a wonderful pick for the Dolphins. I feel like they're getting a great pass rusher off the edge. He's like a one-trick pony, but that one trick is hard to beat. Sure is. And the one thing, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen what I've done here with the Miami Dolphins, but I like it. They've gone wide receiver, so they get a real dangerous offensive weapon, and then they come back in later on in, in the first round and get themselves a nice block in their defense. All right, moving on to pick number 19, the Washington football team. And I've got the Washington football team, and this is the, a pairing that I've liked since the draft started, and this is linebacker Jeremiah Wusu karamoa And honestly, guys, they have an outstanding defense. They probably don't need another defensive player or 
maybe they could use more an offensive player. But this, they, their one weakness on defense is their linebacker position. This guy can fly around. He can cover in the slot. He can play a little safety. He can do it all for you. And he is going to be a playmaker in that defense. As it, the defensive line is going to keep people off him, and he's going to fly to the ball. This pick, I mean, as a Dallas Cowboys fan, I don't love it. But as a Washington fan, I would love it. Yeah, this really strengthens the NFC East, right? I mean, you make Washington's defense even stronger. That's huge, especially when they're playing high-powered teams like Dallas, right? All offense. You know, you need to make sure that you're counteracting that with something, and this becomes a huge pick for Washington. Yeah, and I see this also as a as a Ron Rivera kind of guy. You know, hard-nosed defensive player, filling up that middle in the linebacking position. Yeah, so good. I'm with you on that, Justin, for sure. I think this is a guy that Ron Rivera is really going to love. It's just a chess piece, man. You can do so much. You can have him covering tight ends, running backs at the backfield. I think Ron Rivera is going to love this kid. Moving on to pick number 20, Chicago Bears. So picking 20 overall, Chicago Bears are going to take Caleb Farley, cornerback out of Virginia Tech. This fills a huge need that they've got on the outside there on the defense. I know it's taken a bit of a chance uh, on someone who's got some, you know, injury history, but potential top 10 pick, you know, before that. And so this becomes uh, a huge pick for uh, Chicago. And you know what? Early on in the draft process, Caleb Farley was up there with Pat Sertain as cornerback one. It was it was neck and neck, 50-50, like coin flip kind of thing. And uh, he had the back surgery. So with him falling this far, I mean, if you get the player that people thought was going to be there around around 10, I mean, it's a home run, right? Yeah. And he's been cleared medically. So, I mean, there's always a worry with backs. I worry about backs. I don't know if I'd take a guy with a back, two back surgeries at this point but if it hits it's going to be a great pick and now we're moving on to pick number 21 the indianapolis colts yeah and i've got indianapolis colts taking offensive tackle tevin jenkins oklahoma state i've got them needing uh, offensive line help and so at this point i feel like tevin jenkins is the next best offensive lineman on the board yeah, and this pick is great. I love Tevin Jenkins. He is a mauler in the run game, and Jonathan Taylor is going to love running behind him. And they have two needs as far as I can see, edge rusher and because Castano retired, they needed an offensive tackle. So I think this is like best case scenario for them. Now we are moving on to pick number 22, the Tennessee Titans. So they got a few needs. They've got a lot of guys leaving. And I was like looking at what we have, and I – I'm thinking like we want to go wide receiver here. And uh, on my board, the best guy left is Rashad Bateman. Ooh, yeah. Wide receiver for Minnesota. And I just think this is a big need for them. You really got to give Tannehill some weapons. And they have that great run game. If you can get the passing game going too, they're going to be really hard to stop. Yeah, this looks like a Vrabel type guy as well, right? Like someone who's going to work hard. He's going to grind it out. I like you getting Tannehill some weapons. So good pick i think all right moving on to pick number 23 the new york jets 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 so at 23 the new york jets are going to take greg newsome the second cornerback out of northwestern the secondary has been a huge issue for the jets along with a lot of other things but this is a, a huge spot that that they need to address and i think uh newsome becomes the next top corner and that's why i think the jets are going to take newsome yeah, and as far as I'm concerned, this is a no-brainer. I feel like 
the Jets probably have the, the worst cornerback like group in all of football, and they need to upgrade big time. And Newsom would give them a big upgrade. I love this pick. On to number twenty-four, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And so I've got the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Pittsburgh Steelers are selecting Najee Harris, running back, Alabama. I feel like this is a need for them right now. They've uh, they they've struggled really since they had that whole debacle with Lev Bell, and haven't really been able to get. I mean, they I know that they've had a few runners since then, and things have kind of worked out here and there, and James Conner and a few other guys. But this is their guy. Yeah, I really could see uh, Harris going here. I feel like this Pittsburgh pick is like the chicken or the egg kind of scenario. Like, you want to fix this run game. Do you get the running back first or do you get the lineman first? Me, I'm on team lineman. I think that's the best way to fix your running game. But with a talent like Harris, I could see the Steelers going here first and maybe going O-line in the second round, second and third. So, I mean, it's not terrible. But, you know, for me, lineman first. But Harris is a great player. And I see them taking Harris as well. And I'm thinking, you know, why do we have to have Roethlisberger throw 45 times? Give yeah. the ball to Harris. Well, and I'm with you guys. Uh, you know, Tyler, what you're saying too around the linemen. Sure, I'd love, I'd love if I'm Pittsburgh, I'd love a lineman. But, but what lineman would you take here? Like, what O-line is left that's really first-round quality, I guess. So in that case, I feel like Najee Harris is, is the likely choice. Yeah, I just feel like when it comes to the running game and when you watch the Steelers play, they did not have, it wasn't for a lack of having a running back. It was a lack for having holes for the running back. So for me, you can have a good running back right. running into nothing or you can have a bad running back running into nothing. You want to have some holes, but you know what? It's a good. It's a good point. You got Cosmes out there. You got Jalen Mayfield from Michigan out there. There's a few guys you could go with. Um, they may be reaches, but what I've noticed about the NFL draft, especially in the first round, is tackles get reached for. And I wouldn't be surprised if they went tackle. And moving on to pick number twenty-five, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And so with this pick, I feel like I feel like I'm going to go safety. Trayvon Morig at a TCU. I feel like he's the top safety. He's a free safety. He's a ball hawk. He can go get it, and uh, he can help in the run game. And I think it's a huge need for Jacksonville in the secondary. So I think this is actually a perfect fit. I like the offense defense pick you got going with Jacksonville. Right, you got Lawrence, and then you're going to turn around and flip to the other side. And you're going to strengthen that defense. Moreg would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah, and he not only was he a safety, he was also uh, did a lot of special teams at TCU as well, and so that's a huge addition to them. Yeah, that's always helpful to get someone on special teams. Pick number 26, the Cleveland Browns. At 26, the Cleveland Browns uh, select Christian Barmore, defensive tackle, Alabama. Now, at 6'5", 310 pounds, you got someone who can stuff the middle, quick and athletic enough to get to the quarterback. Uh, I think he's going to come in and be a huge impact player for Cleveland right away. Yeah, and I feel like in a weak defensive tackle class this year, to get the best one is probably a great idea, and I feel like he's clearly the best one. If you, and Especially if you're looking for someone who could do some penetrating on the defensive line, he is probably your guy. On to pick number 27, the Baltimore Ravens. All right, I've got the Baltimore Ravens at 27, taking Gregory Russo, edge, Miami. Yeah, and I could see this as a solid pick. I mean, he, two years ago, sorry, he had... I, oh, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but I should say it, it's Miami of Florida. Okay, that was important. Thank you. Um, <laughs> he had 15 and a half sacks two years ago, sat out this year. 
you know, there was a little talk about his pro day not being great with all that time off. But you know what? Production is production. And this is Baltimore taking a guy who has, has had production. And I know that Baltimore's philosophy in their, um, in their house is if you've got sacks in college, you'll get sacks in the pros. And this guy's done that, and he will do that. Yeah, Baltimore, huge on defense always, right, with the draft. I would have liked to have seen them go some offense here, something fun for Lamar Jackson, but you can't fault them for going through so. On to number 28, the New Orleans Saints. And here we have, um, I think we're going to go Cadavius Tony, wide receiver, Florida. And I think this is the pick because I think this is a guy that Sean Payton is going to covet. I think this is a player that Sean Payton's going to know how to use. He is a unique weapon, and I think that he'll know how to deploy him. He could do jet sweeps, run game, passing. He can do it all. And he just improved and improved in Florida, and I think he's going to be a, a great pick here for the Saints. Yeah, I think the Saints know how to use gadget players, so I think this works for them. I like it. On to Green Bay at pick number 29. With the 29th overall pick, the Green Bay Packers are going to select Terrence Marshall Jr., wide receiver for the LSU Tigers. We know that Aaron Rodgers was not happy about Jordan Love being picked last year, and so I think they're going to go out. They're going to get him another offensive weapon like they need it. I think they really like Marshall's height at 6'3". They like his ability to go up and get that deep and high ball. Yeah, I think this is a great pick for Green Bay. I mean, they do want to get uh, Rodgers some weapons. They want to keep him happy, and there isn't much height in this receiving core this year, so to go out and get the guy who's 6'3 and go out and get the ball... I think it's a great pick for the Packers. Yeah, it's kind of the notes. That's the notes that I have here as well. It's just that he's a big receiver in a class where uh, height is a little bit lacking. So, you know, he's got skill and he's got some height. You know, maybe not near as much finesse as some of those top receivers that we have going at the uh, front of the draft, but he makes up for that in height. A little more raw. And pick number 30, the Buffalo Bills. And at 30, I've got the Buffalo Bills taking Joseph Asai, Edge, Texas. Yeah, and again, this is a good pick at the end of the first round. The the Ed Rushing class, here's the thing about the Ed Rushers class, the Edge Rusher class is that it's, again, it's your pick your poison. People are going to have them graded all over the place. And so, you know, some people might have this guy graded as a second round pick. Some might have him as a late first round pick. He was productive in Texas, and he's going to be productive in the pros. And I feel like this is a good pick, and I feel like they're going to be happy with him in Buffalo. And Buffalo knows how to use edge rushers. I think he fits well with Buffalo's blue-collar mentality of, you know, work, work, work defense, and I think he's going to fit well with that. Well, and this is our fourth defensive end or edge rusher that's come off the board already. And so we see that they're generally in high demand. Yeah, and I think the one thing that I, I'm a little curious about is, you know, Buffalo picked this guy over Jalen Phillips, uh, Miami, who, you know, a lot of people have him ranked pretty high. So, and he's still on the board right now. And, it's, you know, I'm a little bit surprised by that. I don't think you're going wrong with this player. Yeah, and we've seen Jalen Phillips. I mean, he was ranked a little bit further back earlier on. Um, his ranking started coming out, but he's been moving up boards, hasn't he? Yeah, I think that his pro day was phenomenal. I think that he had a productive year, and I think that he has, has he has some injuries and some other things that kind of keep him away. But like, for example, uh, Daniel Jeremiah has him saying he's the best pass rusher in the draft. If you can, if you can see past some of the other things, he could be amazing. I mean, we're talking about Joseph Osiris here, but you know, we'll we'll, we'll talk about Jalen Phillips if we if we get to him if he makes it into our mock draft. Uh, pick number thirty one. The Baltimore Ravens, their second pick in the first round with the trade with Kansas City Chiefs. This guy feels uh, screams Ravens to me, and that's linebacker Zaven Collins from Tulsa. Ooh, 
this guy got a lot of fans in the NFL circles, and he is a big, fast, solid linebacker, and I feel and with a lot of pass rush ability, and I could see a team like the Ravens just coveting this kid, and they could use him to rush the passer, to play like rundowns. He could be in the middle, and then he could rush the passer on passing downs. There's just a lot of ways to use this guy, and I think the Ravens are like the perfect team to deploy him. Yeah, he's a big, strong linebacker. Big stop in, in that middle of the field there for for them that can kind of do both, right? Play that run game stop and, and also uh, drop back into pass coverage. He's got speed as well. So this is the question, right? Is Rousseau and Collins going to be enough to put the Ravens over the edge this year? And I think that's obviously what they're hoping. They need to make sure that they've shored up that defense. They got to they got to stop some offense. And I feel like I, I thought about receiver here, and it's a deep receiver draft. And I so I, mm-hmm. I, I thought when I saw like the value of of Collins here yeah. against the value of a receiver, I just felt like this is their guy, and they'll go receiver maybe later in the draft. And um, so I think it's a great pick. On to the last pick of the first round, number 32, the Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I guess the question is, what do you do when you return 22 starters? I guess uh, you look to take the maybe the best player that you see on the board because that's the luxury you have. So with the 32 pick overall, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to select Jalen Phillips, defensive end. There it Miami, is. Miami, yeah. right? And I think he's the best player on the board. You know, I think that he gives them an athletic edge rusher that has potential to be an impact player down the road years to come, right? Not not necessarily a need right now, but definitely something that they can have in a luxury. Yeah, and the way I see it, you never have enough pass rushers. And you know what? The way I see it is you can never have enough pass rushers. And I think it's a great pick. The value is there. He's the top guy on my board. He's been the top guy on my board for a long time. So having to go at 32 and getting him there is just amazing. All right, guys, that is all 32 picks. I hope you're happy with what your team did. If not, you can get mad at us in an email or a Twitter, a tweet, and you can send it to us. We'll let you know at the end of the show what those are. But we are going on to our favorite segment. Most requested, I've heard, actually. Yeah, there are a lot of emails again. There's a lot of them telling Jamie just to like tone down the celebrations. Yeah, probably <laughs> chill out. Yeah, people are a little bit like, can this guy like be a... Poor, he's a poor loser and a sore winner. People are really shocked that you can be both. <laughs> All right, guys, here we go. You, Justin, you ready? Oh, I'm up first, right? I didn't say that. I oh, okay. you you're ready. Oh, I'm ready. Jeez, like, you know what? So far, you're not doing well. That's minus one point. Okay. You're not answering the first question. Oh, shoot. It, it was a gimme. Are you ready? Yes. Uh, no, that was wrong. We weren't ready. Okay, no, and Jim, are you ready? I am ready. All right, Justin, you were first. Who would you rather play for, Deion Sanders at Jackson State or Eddie George at Tennessee State? I'll take Eddie George, man. I always like the cut of his jib. That is correct. I'm not a big Deion Sanders fan. I would have went Deion Sanders, yeah, even f- though I knew you were and knew you hate Deion, but I would have went Deion. Yeah, and you, that's because you were a DB. Yeah. And you now have one minus one point before. And at one time I was also number twenty one. I have minus one, or Jamie no, does. Jamie, well, oh, thank have, goodness! You already had minus one. Yeah, you're you got zero. Now. You're even. He's got minus one. What? All right, number next question, Jamie. You ready? Yep. Does Julian Edelman play for Tampa Bay next year? I'm gonna say no. Foxborough forever. That's probably wrong. <laughs> wow. Justin, are mock drafts fun or exhausting? Fun they and should. exhausting. Oh, that's that's wrong because you have to pick one and you pick two, so that's wrong. Jamie. Yep. If Trey Lance and Justin Fields make it 
to the 11th pick, does Philly pull the trigger? Yes, they'll draft Justin Fields. They'll probably draft the one that's not any good. <laughs> Justin, over under, Micah Parsons pick number 14. Where did we have him going in our mock draft? Who took oh, him? Oh, I know. Where oh, we took him at 70. Uh, over. That's correct. And this one is for getting you guys last week, but worst Cowboys first round pick, Bobby Carpenter at 18 or Taco Charlton at 28? Bobby Carlton. It's Taco Tuesday. Okay, Taco first of all, fall. Um, <laughs> Jamie is wrong on a lot of levels because A, it wasn't Bobby <laughs> Carlton. It was Bobby Carpenter. Carpenter. <laughs> and um, it's more fun to say Taco, so you should have said that. Oh, man. Justin. It's Tuesday. Better year... Next year, Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase? Ooh, good question. Jamar Chase. It's probably Jefferson. <laughs> Jamie, <laughs> who won the Baltimore-Kansas City trade? Baltimore or Kansas City? Right now, I would say Kansas City because we don't know who Baltimore's taken yet. That is correct. Yeah, I, I like picking up that, uh, shoring up your offensive line. You give up a late first-round draft pick. All right, Jamie, that's two points. Justin, for giving you uh, well, one of his points. You agreed with him. What? Yeah. I didn't give him one of my points, so I still Check. get my you points. No, it's not, you, don't get, you just gave him an extra point. Oh, man. All right. Uh, who, where are we at? We are at Justin. What team has a better chance of surprising us and trading up for a quarterback? The Pittsburgh Steelers or the Las Vegas Raiders? Oh, I'm going to say Pittsburgh Steelers. Gotta, I gotta go Steelers on that one. Yeah, give me a point, baby. It's give called, me two. It's called rapid fire, right? Yeah, okay, he almost lost checking. point for being so slow. I think he's looking at notes or something. I think I'm gonna edit that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what NBA player would you rather see suiting up in the NFL, LeBron James or Zion Williamson? I would go with Zion Will- Williamson right now. If it was LeBron James. Younger, I would go LeBron James younger. Well, LeBron quali- James right now, nope. Hey, qualifier McCord over there. What? He just asked you to answer the question. Zion Williamson. All right, Justin. Hold on. How many points does this guy lose? He just rattled on about, well, if if we could change the parameters of the game, then I would pick somebody else. Slow it down. He just Rapid picked five. Williamson, man. He picked the guy. Well, after he qualified out, but I would pick LeBron James if. I got five points. I mean, that. I would say you're the one making it less rapid fire right now than Jamie. Well, and Jamie just said he got five points. Is that true? No, he just, he just lost five points for being, <laughs> yes. for being arrogant. <laughs> My plan worked. All right. And next, over <laughs> under, first defensive player coming off the board at nine. Justin. Under. So, you think, so I would say wrong. I think it's going to be a 10. Jamie, should the Falcons draft their quarterback of the future with the number fourth overall pick? No, they're going to take a tight end. No, not will they, should they? No. All right. Justin, better GM, Eric DaCosta. Hold on, the, is he right or wrong? You're, you, listen, I, every time he asks, he does a question, you need to just learn to shut your mouth. All right, where was I? Justin, better GM, Eric DaCosta with the Ravens or Chris Ballard with the Colts? Chris Ballard, Colts. 100%. That's two points. Jamie. Yep. Better chance to lead the league in rushing, Derrick Henry or the field? Derrick Henry. Got to give it to Henry. This one's for both of you. We're going to start with Justin. Last question. Worth quadruple points. Nice. Who wins in a 40-yard dash right now? Justin McCourt or Jamie McCourt? Justin McCourt all day. And Jamie, do you remember the question? Uh, He's too slow. Yep, I remember it. I would never lose to my younger brother. I never have and I never will. Jamie McCourt. 
Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to do a pull of Jamie here. I mean, are we talking uh, Justin McCourt and Jamie McCourt uh, when we were like I 18 said, or 19? I said uh, right now. Okay. It because doesn't really matter if it was 19, 18, 27, okay. or 42. Uh, so I need to ask a question here, Never guys. lost to him, never will. I feel like this question is leading somewhere. I think maybe by next, next week, episode, next week, next week, next week there podcast, needs to be, have a race in between now and then, forty yards, and to see which one of you is actually faster, and whoever wins that race wins this week's rapid. I fight. mean, there was that time uh, when you were in high school and you were down visiting somebody at Liberty, and you told the football coach uh, somebody told him that you played football, and then you told the f- football coach yes what your forty time was. So a story like this, and you said, I don't know, I think I run like a four three. I, I did say four. Because you had no idea what 40 times were. But you knew it was good, but you didn't realize that it was The big thing was fast. he asked if I ran a sub-10 hundred-yard dash, and I said, yes, I did. So, Jeez. I mean, we're talking Olympic. It was sub-11 maybe, but I think it was sub-10. So I think I was around 9.99 for uh, 100-meter dash. Yeah, I mean, he, we're talking Olympic. He was probably just like, oh, my gosh. So I guess what I need to know is, are you guys willing to race a 40-yard dash by next episode to see who wins rapid fire. Anytime, any place, anywhere, any uh, face. I could do it. I'd beat him. All right, you heard here for you heard it here, folks. We are gonna have a race. We're gonna find out who's faster and who is the sole champion of rapid fire. It'll be me. All right. Well, we're gonna find out. And thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode as we enjoyed making it. Um, if you want to contact us, you can contact contact us at Twitter on at Northern Blitz, Blitz with the Y. And you can also contact us by email at the Northern Blitz at gmail.com. And that's Blitz with an I. And you don't always just have to talk about how Jamie is awful at rapid fire. You can also talk to us about anything else. You can anything you want us to talk about here, we will talk about it. Just give us a shout, and that would be awesome. So thank you for listening, and we are out.